0: with Liam and Kevin Hall.
1: Colts-Rams is definitely the tale of two halves, but it didn't even end there. We will talk about the overtime heartbreaker against the Rams, look ahead to the Titans game in Indy, and there's been a development in our unstable pick six. So here we go.
0: Here we are again, playing backyard football. In our uh, our yard in Texas. Um, yeah. Um, it's, it's taken a little chill here in Texas, yep. you know? Uh, maybe not. Uh, it's dipped under 80 a few times. Pretty, mm-hmm. pretty nice. Yeah, has been nice. Uh, as long as there's a breeze. Um, yeah. Here's the thing, though. What are the chances that... The Colts end up with two overtime games in a row.
1: Yeah, that's uh, quite crazy. Um, I me and Isaiah talked about it. Uh, me and my chiropractor talked about it a little <laughs> bit, how it, two overtime games in a row for one team is just insane. Yeah. Um, Not insane, but, like, just highly improbable. Yeah. And uh, the fact that, I mean, the Colts did it, is that cool or is that bad? What What does it <laughs> tell you about the Colts? Considering uh, both circumstances – we came back to get both. So, yeah, I I think um, it tells us that we finished off the game strong.
0: Yeah. And it's a loss. <clears throat> uh, and it's really bad considering all that they came back. And then they yeah. still ended up losing. But is it a win
1: is this one of those like moral victory kind of deals it's it's a win in the sense that you know you can do stuff but you have to come out the gate firing and you mm-hmm. need to finish it off and close it off
0: yeah agreed well I mean let's like the Colts couldn't get anything started whatsoever in the first half uh, they had no answers on defense mm-hmm. 20 to nothing at yep. the end of the first half
1: yeah I was falling asleep. Uh, watching Red Zone and then I saw the Colts score and I'm like, oh my goodness, I need to wake up. Uh, First half plus the first drive in the second half, 113 yards, one fumble that led to a field goal, 25 plays, four for nine for AR, 44% and one missed field goal.
0: Yep. That missed field goal ended up hurting us pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, But then the second half Scoring drives totaled 220 total yards. They also had the interception by Kenny Moore. uh, 23 unanswered points, including two passing TDs, one AR rushing TD with the return of the 360 spike.
1: Needs uh, to be a staple.
0: (laughs) And uh, two passing
1: two-point conversions. And one of them was like, Oh, okay. Ar, way to get out of there and right. make something happen. The Whenever one... I saw that, I was like, "Oh no!" And then I saw Zach Moss catch it nice. Like, Back, yep. I'm like, "Okay, we get, yep. we get."
0: Yep. Uh, kind of off script, uh, kind of plays that you can see Ar make. Yep. And the potential that's there for all that kind of creativity went seven for sixteen, upped it to forty seven percent. Yeah. Uh, during that stretch, um, the Colts ran for over one hundred yards. Moss had seventy. Ar had fifty six.
1: Yep. AR overall uh, was 11 for 25 for 200 yards. 200 on the dot. Yep. 44%. Is this a problem?
0: Um, I mean, it's lower than like the percentage that people were so disappointed in and knew you'd have to grow in coming out of college. Uh-huh. 53% overall in college. But like, let's face it. I there As I was going through... Uh, some of the film there's at least there's at least two catches one uh, there's at least two catches that gotta be made one by Pitt on the sideline Yeah, another I saw one that. another one by Granson uh, at some point mm-hmm. um, that like if it hit like, I'm sorry if, if you're a receiver and it hits you in the hands
1: that's your job yeah, you catch need, your ball you're getting paid millions of dollars to catch a right, ball
0: right like if it hits you in the hands you have to catch the ball and so um you know, I think those numbers are a little skewed, and then you put together the like all of the intangibles that he did and he has with the running, with the you know, that uh, the amazing uh, pass, regardless of uh, regardless if Mo is able to pound his way into the end zone for a touchdown, just the pass itself, he was tripped up by Braden Smith on the way out. He's falling down, looked a little bit Mahomes, and he somehow chucks it sideways like great spiral on a rope exactly where it needs to be to lead his receiver into a running after the catch kind of play. Mm -hmm. So am I disappointed? Yes, I know the number has to get better. I know the person, but all of the other stuff gives me this great encouragement that, you know, even when stuff isn't going great, stuff's going to get done.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah, and the Colts haven't been that big of a passing offense recently, so it's the fact that we have a quarterback that can pass now and not that the other ones couldn't. It's just we were confident in AR yeah and willing to grow with him.
0: Yeah. How was the O line
1: with the second string
0: left tackle, rookie, Blake Freeland, and third string now center French? Well, fries was back, so we had French fries back.
1: Yeah. Just so you know. Um, so I, I think that you're going up against AD. Regardless of his age, he's still a beast. Yeah. Um, so I think they held up pretty well. Um, I heard somewhere that Zach Moss was really excited to go against up, up against Aaron Donald. Uh, I think he performed maybe not as well as we wanted him to, but he still put up 70 yards. Um, the defense kind of... Uh, came out and shocked me a little bit. The Rams' defense. I was like, okay, maybe they are good, um, but uh, our O line, I think, held held strong. We had a couple of plays that kind of collapsed, but we have ARs that who can scramble out of the pocket. So I think overall, considering the considering the uh, circumstances, we did pretty good. Yeah, the Colts got everything going in the
0: fourth quarter, but couldn't quite keep the momentum going in OT, and then. Uh, puka had the walk off we really had no answer for puka yeah um that's particularly troubling uh uh for something we'll get into the next segment
1: as we talk about the next game but zaire uh i've been keeping up with him i love like anytime zaire gets a tackle i'm like yes yeah he added 12 tackles to uh to the league leading fifty seven tackles thirty eight solo tackles and that's even when he came out for a little bit with the back he had a back irritation uh, he had
0: some sort of sort of back issue yep so he wasn't even actually in there as much as he could have been uh, otherwise he might have squeaked out another three mm-hmm. and been fully averaging the uh, fifteen he's averaging about fourteen ish tackles yeah. a little bit more than fourteen right which he's, he's is crazy pace. he's on pace. Uh, we don't want to jinx it, but uh, it's it's difficult. Like it's easier for defenses to come up with an answer for a running back that's hot than for offenses to try to uh, uh, a move away from pretty much your Mike uh, linebacker. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, everything's got to go through there at some point. So uh, Quiddy got a concussion, so he's in protocol yep. along with. Uh, Bernie and Ryan Kelly that are still
1: in the protocol as well. Yeah. Dallas Flowers tore is Achilles that's and he's the, out for the season that's now. That's the tough one. That's the yeah. really tough
0: one. He was our number one corner of our young corner room. Um, he was uh, promising um, as well. I mean, obviously, uh, Kenny being the veteran, but uh, he was our number one outside corner. That's a tough one. It's a really tough one. Yep. Yeah. Um, And so... It is Daryl Baker jr back in now uh, I looked at the uh, initial depth chart and it was listed as Jalen Jones or Daryl Baker jr mm. as the depth chart there wasn't a uh, an, a specific depth there given okay so all right your mayflower move of the
1: game then okay mayflower move. I had one in mind don't remember it we're gonna try and um, oh I remember Kenny Moore picking it off I think yeah we scored a touchdown before that but I think that kind of was like okay we got a chance here and that's whenever I was I like completely woke up I'm like okay signs of life let's go yeah. let's make this happen Yeah. I got you um,
0: <laughs> I agree I mean that's that was a, that was a big pivotal moment I was gonna say the uh, the Moss slash Moe touchdown drive, the, the first one that kind of set it off because that was all uh, Moss and AR getting the ball to Mo. that was all that drive was, right? But then I realized we lost the game. I had this epiphany that we lost the game. I knew we lost the game, but um, I realized that it couldn't be something that was having to do with the win it had to do something a little bit more with the loss but i didn't want to give the play to the rams and the older i get the more i realize how big of a deal coaching is yep and so i say the mayflower move of the game was to call three straight passing plays when you needed to move the ball when you've been successful running on what in regulation the potential game winner if you move the ball down the field and give uh, Matt Gay another shot at it, he's probably going to make it. Yep. But they went three straight passing uh, <coughs> attempts and uh, went three and out. Yeah. pretty much set up over time and whatever happened after yeah, that. Yeah, I agree.
1: All right, so your star of the game. Star of the game. I'd have to give it to A.R., because he looked shaky at the beginning. Looked like Yadis had big problem for rookies. Then it looks like second a half, he came out still a little iffy. I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe this is a dud for us.
0: We, we were having that, uh, we had that discussion, like after that first drive of the third quarter, he looked pretty defeated.
1: Yeah, and I was like, why don't we put Mr. Fish in? And then you said, that'll tear him down even more. I'm like, okay, yeah, I agree. I mean, this is just one game in the grand scheme of things. Yep. Um, and we already said it was a uh, rebuilding year, so the fact that we're five hundred is pretty good.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and then uh, he picked it up. He started doing what he needed to, and he looked like he got out of his head, which is really big for a rookie. I think not many people are talking about. It. I think it's really big to see that out of out of your rookie to get out of that slump, because you put C J. Strad, you put Bryce Young in that. They're not getting out of that slump. Yeah. So. Yeah, I know. Like. They're veterans, uh, veteran
0: QBs uh, that are retired now from around the league, uh, that are just praising all of the subtle little things that are that they see in AR and all of the yep. potential that's there. He was named, nominated this week for Rookie of the Week, so yep. you can go out and vote for that. I have two, okay, and they're both meaningful. And so you're gonna have to deal with the fact that I have two, okay. One okay. on offense and one on defense, okay. okay. Drew Ogletree, uh, he had uh, his big breakout game, four catches. Uh, I think it was 56-ish yards. Yep. Uh,
1: and uh, his
0: first league touchdown. Yeah. So
1: uh, he – I had, love seeing that. I've had, and I was hyping him up, and I'm glad to see it finally Yeah, he, off. Had
0: a, he had a breakout game. Uh, I called him to, have, to be the uh, player to track. Two weeks ago, so yeah. maybe I'm just a couple weeks behind. Yeah. Um. But then I also because I will not have another opportunity to do this this uh, this year. And he was playing really good. Uh, had a lot of energy to him, Mister Dallas Flowers. Thank you for some PBUs that he had. Uh, he was just full of energy, full of life, um, and even from the preseason, all the the swagger that
1: he went with the yep. whole time. He was able to carry that into the regular season yeah. which is what you love from yeah. corners. He just,
0: he just had that uh, you can't touch me kind of attitude. He's like yeah. uh, I came in as an undrafted uh, free agent from a Division 2 school I ain't even supposed to be here so I'm going to take full advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately his Achilles got the best of him but I certainly hope to see him oh, back yeah. next year. Yeah, so for sure. Uh, next up Uh, The Titans come to down, so we have another team from Houston update.
1: We still don't have any sponsors, but if you'd like to sponsor our little podcast, email theunstableblues at gmail.com. Until then, we'll keep telling you about what we do. My mom swears by this plexus stuff, and it has changed her life. She is an amazing story of how she was freed from all kinds of health issues because of strong, because of starting at the foundational level of the gut, just like Jesus calls us to change from the inside out. Plexus does the same for your body. Find her on Facebook and Instagram at Growing Up Paul.
0: Well, since the Oilers come to town this week, A.K.A. the Oilers, Titans, yeah. Uh, It's time for another team from Houston update. Houston is at 500, as is the rest of the AFC South. Their QB has no interceptions on 151 completions, but the Colts still have the best rookie quarterback.
1: Agreed, agreed. Well, here's the deal.
0: Four weeks have gone and yep. that means that a lot of people are talking about okay, well, uh, we put some people on injured reserve at the beginning of the year. The most notable for the Colts is Jonathan Taylor. So now we need to talk about Jonathan Taylor yep. again. We, it's haven't, come back. we haven't had to talk about it for a while. Now we talk about it again. Yep. There's some talk out there, but you know what? No one's talking about yeah. a contract. Uh, yeah. No one's talking about an agent. No one's talking about a contract. Nobody's talking about it's a long-term a good deal. Everyone's talking about, we're really excited to have J- JT back. Really excited for him to get out and practice.
1: He's supposed to be at practice. Shane Steichen's ha- hoping he'll play Sunday. We'll, we'll see how that shakes out. Yeah. Um, I. What's your level of optimism on this? Um, with the whole thing that's going on, JT is probably still kept in contact with his agent. So there's still probably that bugging thing. Maybe his agent finally grew ahead and <laughs> decided, oh, wait, he and he actually needs to perform first. Yeah. Um, so if that's the case, which I really hope he is, I really still want Jonathan Taylor here. Yeah. Um, I think that the four weeks was enough time to kind of move past it. I've moved past it personally. <laughs> uh, but then again, I'm not in You're- this situation myself. <laughs> You're over it. Um. And uh, it is JT and Shane and Chris Ballard and all the Colts guys that are having to deal with that. Um, so my thing is, I'd love to have him back. If he's going to have a bad attitude about it, I don't want him in the locker room. I don't yeah. want him playing. True. If he's going to have a great attitude and be positive and stuff, I'd love it for him to be back playing yeah. with us in the locker room, all this stuff. So that's kind of where I'm at with that. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, uh, and Anthony Richardson – jt backfield even with and you have the secondary
1: back of moss right which throw is him killer. in there
0: like you got a, a wide variety of options there yeah and if you have more successful running threats defense stack the boxes all of a sudden yep Downs
1: able, able to throw out more
0: uh pierce pit right yep um Amore Rodgers got elevated so okay. uh, you know we got him now so we now have five receivers on our list which wow, is great that's nice alright uh, keys
1: to the game um, <laughs> against El Titans yes uh, I think first of all we need Zaire to come up big I want him all over Derek Henry I think that's like the big thing to watch. Mm-hmm. I need Zaire and our linebackers to do what they can do. Yep. I've been saying they're a really good linebacking quarter. One, they seem like one of the best in the leagues. Um, I'm I'm really excited to see what they can do against uh, their tight end. Like, I don't know my name, but he's pretty good. He's pretty solid. Uh, obviously, Derrick Henry. He, he had a pretty good game last week, so he's coming off a good game. Uh, maybe we can use that to our advantage type of thing. Yeah. Uh, so stop the run. Make them one-dimensional. Yep. So that we can sh- start shutting down. Because I think if they're two-dimensional, Derrick Henry is a lot plus... Traylon Burks and Hop and mm-hmm. uh, they're tied in and all that so I think it. I think we need to make teams one dimensional just overall teams need to be one dimensional against us and then we can start solving that Yeah. and then offense I need to see this running running the ball more uh, setting up the pass so that it's not okay run 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 pass run run it's such a pattern I, I think we've done a pattern which for the most part it's worked but I think we kind of need to get out of that pattern like mix it up uh, yeah, like the Chiefs, uh, not Chiefs. Uh, Eagles do a great job of it. They can, they can pass the ball, but they can also run. They have a good job mixing up what they're gonna do, and they have a mobile quarterback like we do. Yeah. So I think, kind of looking at the Eagles' offense, maybe not copying what they do, but look at it a little. I bit. mean, we do have a major component to the Eagles'
0: offense from last year. So yep. Yeah. Uh, guess what I'm gonna say. What protect the ball, take the ball. Right. Okay. Wednesday we t- we tied on the turnover last uh, last time uh, against the Rams, and so uh, there's a reason it was so tight. Okay. Um, in addition to what you've said, I'm gonna say uh, they need to take deep shots against what I consider to be a weak secondary. Right. Okay. Take yep. the shots. Uh, this is the week, especially if you're gonna have uh, them stack the box because they do have a really good front. And so, uh, as long as you can get enough time to get those shots off, take them. Yep. Um, It's a Mike Rabel team, so be ready for a tough fight. They will always fight you, and therefore, you must close out the game in the fourth quarter.
1: Yep. Yep. All right. Your matchups to watch. Matchups. I said it in earlier. Yep. Zaire Franklin versus Derrick Henry. Yep. Or some people like to call him King Henry. I think he's been, de- been dethroned. <laughs> you know. Uh, anyways, Franklin versus Henry. Um, Who, who's he been dethroned by, though? That's the question. Uh, that's a whole other topic. That's probably CMC, if we're being honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Running back to have the best chance at MVP in a long time right. already looking better than AP was this point of season yep yeah. um uh, and I'm a huge CMC fan yep um and then whoever we put up against that tight end cause I think he he is more of a threat than people think he is okay um also since we lost uh Dallas I think whoever we put up against D-Hop or Traylon cause they had that they have both sides yep um, the receivers haven't been doing too hot, but I don't want their first game to do really good against us. So, yeah.
0: um, All right, so uh, I'm going to say uh, Zach Moss uh, or JT and or uh, JT versus Harold Landry and uh, Aziz Ashair. Uh Their linebackers, I think that's going to be a good matchup uh, and uh, a lot can – be determined by what that is. Um, And then whatever blocking scheme we have against Danico Autry, that's pretty key within the trenches. And then I got a couple coaching things as well. Okay. Okay? Steichen versus Rabel. Okay? You think about the people that that Shane has been up against in the first four weeks. He went up against a, a former Super Bowl winner in Doug Peterson. Yep. Lost it, just barely. Went up against another rookie coach, in D'Amico, got it. Went up against a veteran and former Super Bowl winner in John Harbaugh, eked it out. Went up against another young up and comer that everybody wants to be modeled. Everybody like new coaches want to be modeled after in uh, in Sean McVay, barely lost. Okay,
1: really good coach by the way. Yeah,
0: all of them. Absolutely, like the the he's gone up against very good, but also all, entirely very different coaches. Yep. And now we have another very different but very experienced coach. Very yep. good coach. And so uh, what does he do against – he's never – we haven't seen him up against this kind of – Rabel is a gritty kind of coach. Right? Yeah. He may not always have the best roster, but he is going to get the best out of all of his players. Ah, and agreed. so uh, what does Shane Steichen look like against that, right? You have an offensive-minded coach against a defensive-minded coach. That's uh, that's also a, a fun little thing. Yeah. Also, I'm going to go Gus Bradley versus the pass. Okay. Uh, They've allowed three 100-yard games from three different receivers, uh, and the Titans have no receiver that has gone over 100 yards yet this year. Yeah. Another thing, and, don't want to be the it. first. So, uh, whatever you got to do, whether that's blitz uh, a whole bunch like you did against the Ravens, which is rare for uh, for Guess. Gus. Yep. So be it. Uh, if you if you do that because you don't think your corners can cover, do it. Uh, if you trust your corners, then do that. Whatever you got to do. It seems that the Colts have struggled against the pass specifically. Yeah. So figure it out figured out guys
1: agreed your player to track then uh player to track um I think they have a weak secondary I think MPJ Michael Pittman Jr is gonna have a good game uh this week uh maybe even put him on your fantasy teams (laughs) um but I think he's gonna have a really good week this week I think he's gonna find those soft spots being he's not necessarily a veteran but he's he knows what he's doing Mm -hmm. uh and he's smart enough that he can go do this, and I mean, obviously, he's athletic enough. He's tall, can jump, uh, strong, all the things. So I think uh, Michael Pittman. Okay, um, being now that Dallas Flowers is out,
0: uh, I think that puts uh, instantly puts Juju Brents up to the number one outside corner, and he'll probably be on D hop. So he's my player to track. Okay, not okay. saying he's going to have a breakout game, but I think a lot can be determined based Big on how him. he
1: plays. Okay, yeah, that okay. makes sense. Uh, prediction for the game then? Um, I was bouncing between who's going to win the game. Okay. I have my score regardless. All right. Uh, 17-4. I was 17-4? Was ba- 17-14, my bad. Okay. I, I was like, I, you, we're going to do two safeties? Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, all right. But 17-14, right. won by field goal. I think Mr. Matt Gay is going to come in, win it by, with a field goal again um it's in indy that's why i give it to indy if it's in tennessee i give it to tennessee all right okay i got 24 17 colts uh it seems that
0: whenever these teams meet it's never really much of a very high scoring game uh grit is gonna win the game not points and so uh i'm gonna go
1: 24 17 again because they at home okay makes sense That's our prediction on the Colts and Titans, but next up we have a special announcement about our unstable pick six.
0: Liam's six-man football team had a heartbreaking loss by one point this past Friday, even after Liam had a kickoff return for a touchdown, pass caught for a touchdown, pass thrown for a touchdown, went two for four on PATs and a safety, That brought them within the one point. This week, they play at Evans Recreation Center outside Dallas in Mesquite. Come cheer them on as they head down to the home stretch of the season. (laughs) Incidentally, I also reached out on X and uh, invited uh,
1: Pat McAfee because they're going to be in Dallas. (laughs) So we'll see if they show up. Yeah. (laughs) Since this is my favorite segment, and it has more to do with the entire league, we have decided to make a special bonus episode each week of only our Unstable Pick 6. All right. We want something easy to digest, but also would love for you to participate on our X and Instagram. We'll post a graphic of the six games, and we want to hear your picks as well. See if you are better at our game than we are. Ho, ho, ho little uh little challenge challenge there oh yeah Uh, all right
0: uh x and instagram we are uh at unstable blues uh and so first off we're going to review from this past week
1: uh i chose the lions i chose the packers and i got that one we both chose the jaguars both got that one in london how was the pixar thing did you enjoy it no I stopped watching the game because it was lagging all over the place and it was, it just wasn't a good, cause like, cause there was, there there were times where like, like for for example, ETN would run the ball mm -hmm. and just stand in place. And then like a couple seconds later he'd fall, like he got tackled. I'm like, okay, what's actually happening? And it sounds like they had their own broadcast to it, but also it kind of sounded like the actual broadcast. I couldn't tell which one it was. Right. They had some cool like mini games, like trivia and all that couple of the questions I didn't know. I'm like, okay. Because I'm like, okay, this is just like, how many yards do you need to get for a first down? Well, it was one of them. And then yeah. there was like, what are the last four quarterbacks do this? I'm like, whoa, what is that? <laughs> uh, so.
0: I think it was a good opportunity to open it up to a new audience. Uh, I think there were some bugs to work out. It sounded like they worked them out along the way. Yeah. Uh, to me, it looks a lot better. To me, beginning. one of the coolest ideas. Uh, the, the frustrating thing to me was there was a big difference between uh, the between uh, pre-produced stuff that you could yeah. tell, and like the live uh, animation, you know, uh, track mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, and agreed. so I thought that one of the coolest ideas was to have Slinky be your chains. Yeah, that was that. I that thought that was, was pretty cool. That was a nice
1: little touch. I like that. Yeah.
0: All right, uh, and then. Uh, we both picked the Dolphins, and
1: surprisingly, didn't get that. Yep. Uh, Heartbreak and loss. Both picked the Saints. Yep. We both did not get the that.
0: Bucks are looking pretty.
1: Bucks good. are looking good,
0: but then Mike Evans got hurt, right?
1: Uh, it was just a little hamstring thing. He came back in afterwards. That's right.
0: That's right. And uh, they got a bye week coming up, so they should yeah, be right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we
0: got uh, we both or I picked the Ravens, and I picked the Browns. Yeah, made that one up too. Yep.
1: Uh, and then we both picked the Niners and both obviously got that. Yep, looking like the best team in the league. Yep, uh, and so that puts me at 12 and 12 500, and that puts me 13 11. You caught up by two games. Yep, both games that
0: were different this week, I won as yep. opposed to you winning all the different games <laughs> up until this point. Yep, also, this was our week playing each other in our family fantasy league it was i scored 171 points i had one player with 38 and another with 48 and my kicker had 11 points and i somehow still lost to you yep you had 175 yep to me the difference was uh and we talked about this you had the Jags defense that somehow put up 21 points. Yep. And no one would have seen that coming. And I had the Niners defense that somehow only had one point against the Cardinals. Who
1: I don't think anyone would see that coming either. Right. So. That's what happens whenever you have Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill. I have all CMC, sir. So? I,
0: who knew that Tua, was, after 70 points, was just going to hand the ball off the whole time and not and score like 13 <laughs> points. I mean, come on. Yeah. Okay. So Thursday has uh, another dud with the Bears and Commanders. So this is the first week we're not going to do a Thursday game. So, do oh. uh,
1: you want to lead off? You want me to? I'll lead off. All right, first game, Jags in Buffalo. With the Bills. No, not in Buffalo. It's in London. They're listed as the home team, but. It's in London again. Yep. Jags have another game in London. Maybe they're going to become the London team. That's the thought. <laughs> Who do you have? Well, I mean The Bills
0: had to travel all the way to London and Jacksonville's already there. So, I'm going to go Jags again
1: in London. Okay. There going home. Jags. Uh, I don't want to differentiate this early, but it's the Bills. I understand. I'm going to go Bills here.
0: Jet lag for the jet, uh, jet lag for the non-Jags is a problem yeah. in my opinion. Okay. Um Falcon or Houston
1: at the Falcons. Gotta throw Houston here because they've been doing pretty well. Yep, uh, Falcons, two two. Coming Falcons out for come loss. off a loss.
0: They're two and two as well. Though, yeah, right? both so.
1: both five hundred. Uh, both could be in a really good spot after this. Um, I'm gonna say Falcons strictly because they're the home team, and the Houston Houston hasn't done that great against the run game. And what is the Falcons' main offensive weapon? Bijan Robinson, a running back. So that's kind of where my head's at with this. I I can hear you. I can. I don't know that Ritter
0: has what it takes. Uh. But I don't know if I trust Houston on the road.
1: So I'll go Falcons just to keep the status quo there. All right. Kay. Um, next game, Ravens. Ravers, Ravens <laughs> at Pittsburgh to play against Steelers. Always, always hard to play in the AFC North on the road.
0: Yeah, this is the this is like the classic like beat 'em up uh, kind of game. The Ravens and Steelers. Uh, yeah. I don't see that the Steelers can do anything right now. So I'm going Ravens.
1: Yeah, offense looks terrible. Defense looks good with T.J. Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick, all those people. They look good. I don't think the defense in this case can win champion can win this game. So I'm gonna go Ravens as well. All right. Uh, next up, we got Eagles traveling west against the Rams. Yep, travel west, which actually probably benefits them. Oh yeah. Um, so, uh, yep, it's in Rams. All that stuff. I, I have noticed something that the Rams don't have. These huge games where it's a whole bunch of Rams fans and hardly Eagles. i noticed as Rams fans, and then there's a decent amount of the other yeah. team. So I don't know how much home is gonna matter here. I'm gonna go Eagles. They looked good. Uh, yes, they had mistakes, but they looked good overall. So and I don't think you can count the Eagles out quite just, just quite yet.
0: Yeah, I think. I mean, there's so much attention given to. The Niners and uh, Cowboys and everything like that. Eagles don't quite look like they're hitting their stride yet, but I mean, Swift is just grinding, and you know they're up. they're you know, you think about uh, the Vikings last year. It didn't look pretty, but they were getting wins. Yep. Um. And so I don't I don't know that the Rams have the answer for the Eagles quite yet. Yep, Uh, agreed. With
1: the youth that they have. So I'm going Eagles as well. Next game, best game of the week for sure. Maybe the best game of the year. We'll see. Okay. Cowboys and San Francisco taking on the Niners. All right. I
0: heard somebody call this that uh, this is the. Wish it could be Super Bowl because you got, you know. Two powerhouses of a defense and then two really good offenses as well. Star power on both sides of the ball. Uh, No surprise here. I'm going Niners. I think that the Niners have the Cowboys number Uh, definitely in the postseason. But this is at home, the regular season, and it's still going to go down.
1: Yep, I'm going to stay locked into this game the whole time. (laughs) Niners for sure. I'm going Niners until they lose. All right. After that, still Niners.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so uh, then we got uh, the Monday night
1: game. uh, Packers at Raiders. Who you got? Uh, Look, this should be a pretty good game. Uh, Raiders, don't know how Jimmy G is doing. Mm -hmm. But uh, Sam, whatever his name is, McDowell or something like that. Huh? O'Donnell? O'Donnell, McDowell, something something, a little odd like that. Um, Looks pretty good. Uh, he didn't throw to Devontae. I noticed that a whole bunch, and then he started throwing, and then they started picking it up. I uh, don't know if they're coming off a win or a loss. I didn't really pay attention in the end of that game. They lost. The they most. lost. Okay. Uh, Packers. He fumbled it four times, I think. Oh. Three? I don't know. I lost track. <laughs> Packers looking pretty solid. Still have a really good run game. I think we're going to go Packers here. Yeah, I, I don't uh, – the
0: The Raiders just have too much up in the air. Josh Jacobs is not what he has um, has been. And, like, there's there seems to be a lot of turmoil within their organization. So, I'm yeah. going to go Packers here yep. as well. Both got Packers. Only one differential. Only one game. differential. That's all I need to make up. <laughs> That's all I need to get a two-game lead. I know, I know. Well, next week we will discuss what happens against the Titans, preview the infamous visit to Duval, as the Jags have to come back across the pond, and more drama in the Unstable Pick 6. And don't forget to look for and interact with our bonus Unstable Pick 6 only episode.
1: Yep, I'm excited to see who responds, see how they do it all, yeah. this it'll uh, be fun. This is Liam. And this is Kevin. Reminding you to stay unstable.